welcome to 15 Minutes of Game, an improvised podcast about improv, because the internet needed another one. I'm Matt. And that is Matt, and I am Brian, and we are both performers and teachers with the CT Comedy Theater in Hartford, Connecticut. And we're going to try and explain improv comedy concepts to you in 15 minutes or less. From the moment our podcast starts, which means the clock is already running. Because if we can't explain something in 15 minutes, we'll never be able to explain it at all. So here's the rules of our podcast, kids. Uh, Matt and I, we know the concept that we're going to cover on this episode, but we have not discussed it ahead of time. So there's a chance we'll disagree or even confuse each other. So sit back for the next 14 minutes and 16 seconds while we talk about a scenic survival guide. Yeah. So what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, let me explain that. Uh, Matt and I, we kind of labeled this 25 seconds ago. Um, Often you're in a scene on stage or in class or in a workshop. And you just feel kind of stuck or stuck in the mud, I think, is the phrase we bumbled upon. Yeah. So what can you do to kind of like get yourself moving again or uh, progressing and driving a scene forward? And there's – and I think Matt and I – this is, this is going to be fun. I think you and I have some very different go-to moves. I think that's probably true. And there's probably some um, moves that we see from either watching mm-hmm. other performers or shows or move anything. We're like, ooh, that's a good move to get this thing cooking. Yeah. So we're gonna so, st- we're gonna steal a lot. Is the short version. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why come up with something brand new if you can steal it from somebody else? Um, improv. Uh, so, Oasis. Oasis. I love Oasis. They. I want to start with this. Oasis. Mm-hmm. They sound nothing like the Beatles. They're just British. Okay. All right. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to fight you on you music. You shouldn't. <laughs> you know it much better than I do. So let's um, kick some scenarios around and maybe explain how we would get out of them. I love that. Um, okay, so you're you're in a scene, uh-huh. and it's really it's really cooking. Like you have a game. It's super super fun, and uh, the team on the back line misses the edit. There's a clear edit edit point and. They just like they're enjoying it so much that they miss the edit and there was like a clear end and now you're like, oh, no, I'm stuck on stage. Now, what do I do? Like there was a character change or you got to the MacGuffin or whatever. Yeah. What do you do? Dude, that's way hard. That's not cool that you start with that one because (laughs) you. okay. and let's establish a ground rule. You can't Mm -hmm. self-edit. Okay. Okay. Because no, you can never. That's it's so lame. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not cool. But sometimes you got to do it. But let's just say it's illegal. Like literally, you'll go Mm -hmm. to jail forever. Mm -hmm. Um, man, that is really good. And usually the backline knows it, right? So they're Mm -hmm. waiting for that second pop. Mm -hmm. Um, I would do this. I would take a moment on stage and enjoy the silence. Maybe like I mean a good five six seconds, which does not sound very long, but on stage it is. Mm-hmm. It feels like forever, right? And then either revisit the last line, or like frame the big pop again. So the big mm-hmm. pop was, and it, there's no scene here, so this will make no sense. Like so, you're so let's say the last line was you are fired, mm-hmm. huge laugh. There's no edit. We wait. Fired, you say? Like that might be another big <laughs> pop. To, okay, now we're gonna edit. Just like mm-hmm. revisit that, like the, the hit chorus. 
I love that. <laughs> However, that is way hard because that's what I would like to do. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I think my actual habit with the adrenaline running on stage would be I would try to like redo another scene. Mm-hmm. That's that's my honest answer. It would be like a three minute extension in, and then we would lose a great edit. But ideally, yeah. revisit the pop and set it back up for the for the edit. I love that. I I think that's fantastic. Uh, I don't think that I would be as cool as you. I think that I would. Uh... That's why I added that second pat. I think I've maybe done that once, to, mm-hmm. legitimately. Like I, that's what I would teach. I can't say if I would do it as often. Yeah, uh, I would probably try and crack a joke and fail. <laughs> you know, but that's not a bad move. Just give the audience something to laugh at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, like something related to it. Yeah, because usually the big pop comes like really naturally and yeah. is like on a it's a it's on a dumb line like you're fired because uh-huh. um, like that's not a hilarious line it's not even a good catchphrase it's just something like in context that would be really funny um so yeah i would probably try and like make a joke referencing something that happened earlier in the scene and like really try and shoehorn it in and it just wouldn't work as well <laughs> maybe depends on the joke but that feels like you're you're giving the audience just a piece of candy like we had a great meal. Here's your mint. Yeah, Scene over. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I do that's like that. Scenario. No, I like that idea. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's better than I, what I would actually do, which is do another three-minute scene. <laughs> Start begging for your job back. Something like that. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Okay. Um, you and a scene partner are in a scene. That mm-hmm. makes sense. And nothing... Unusual is really being established. Not a tug of war, just like nothing is rising above the base reality. And we're mm-hmm. and it's been a minute. Again, on stage, mm-hmm. that feels like an hour. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to start listening to my scene partner uh, like I am paranoid. So like everything that they say is going to have like a deeper meaning and I'm going to intentionally misinterpret something. Uh, and like intentionally try and um, find a deeper meaning into something that they say. That's weird. Um, let's let's try that. So let's say you and I are in a scene, mm-hmm. and we're using a universal remote control, and it's not working. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't know, Matt. I think the batteries are dead on this universal remote. Do you? Did you? Did you take them out? Do we need to check the smoke smoke detector? No, just the remote. Okay. <laughs> That's real. Okay. I like that. You're like globalizing the very small issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to, I'm just trying to make it like make a decision. <laughs> what you said, if the, if the universal remote doesn't work, then everything else is universal. So something else important doesn't work. That's really funny. That I would think about that. Never would have thought of that. That's so smart. Like that makes it a world of game. Mm-hmm. If one thing's batteries dies, everything is dead. Cars are stuck on the highway. Mm-hmm. Planes are. F- oh man, that's a good move. Yeah, something like that. Um, I think I would. would you... um, yeah, yeah. I steal this from uh, one of my favorite two prop partners, Brian Quigg. And when we're stuck, he will do a personal confession that might have nothing to do with the scene, mm-hmm. but it's something everyone would recognize. We were doing a scene. I remember we were two war pilots. 90% of our scenes are cops or war 
We were doing one. We yeah. were both war pilots. And it wasn't really going anywhere. He just looked at me and goes, I have severe narcolepsy. <laughs> and first, it helps that he's super charming and funny. But it is mm-hmm. a hilarious confession. And then we just kind of played with that. And um, mm-hmm. I worked that into some of my teachings. But just like an honest, recognizable confession mm-hmm. can then make it a personal scene. Yeah, I love that. Um, because then you're really making it about the emotion and about the uh, about the two characters on stage currently. And it's not a thing that any any two people could be in. It's a thing that only these two characters could be dealing with. Totally. Um, I love that. Cool. Yeah, I've seen a version of that happen, which I'm done with, um, where it, like two people are just like talking at each other. And it's like, and it really is like talking at each other and nothing weird is happening. Mm-hmm. And then somebody's like, I love you. And it's like, do you, do yeah. you love me? And that's or heavy. Are you just saying, like, I love you or I hate you. Those are such a heavy thing. I have yeah. severe narcolepsy or I'm a kleptomaniac. Like those are mm-hmm. kind of weird and silly yeah. by nature, mm-hmm. less stakes. So it's fun for the yeah. audience to play with. Yeah. Cool. I think that that's really good. Or, you know, something like, um, I didn't learn to drive until I was 27. <laughs> right. All those fun, those fun, weird confessions. Mm-hmm. Cool. What else you got? I have, I got one in the chamber. So if you. All right. Why don't you throw it out? Cause I don't have one. In oh the no. Um, and I think I may have forgotten it. Um, nice. oh, oh, uh, opposite of yours. Mm-hmm. You're in a scene, you're killing it. Someone edits too early. And I'm talking uh, like I'm talking like five lines in. You haven't established base reality. You just got a good laugh early, and someone edits because like, oh, that's the height of the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what form I'm in, if I'm in a montage, montage. montage. Uh, if I'm in a montage, just trust that it'll come back. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna be like. I'm not gonna be like. Yeah, you edited my scene. I would much rather edit on the first laugh than have it be like, you know eight minutes past the last laugh yeah i'd much rather get out i'm never gonna be mad if you edit me too early right unless it's like on a a a scene where i'm on a quest and i'm like just over this last boulder is the mcguffin that i need to grab yeah then i'll be like come on man but like if it's just (laughs) you you heard the words i was building yeah i was building to something Mm -hmm. um that's a good point i i I think that i just totally agree with you like i think teaching that early is especially with the montage um, in some other forms, you can revisit. Yeah, which is nice. If something you if something struck you as funny, put it in your pocket. You'll you can get back mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, I totally if agree. You're in a, if you're in a herald and somebody edits after the first laugh, then you just find a way to make not having a game fun in the second second beat. <laughs> yeah, or maybe that second beat's gonna be a fast set. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I do. I love blackout scenes too. Like they're fantastic. Sure. Um. All right. So you're you're like two minutes in, and you know, uh, you have like a game going, but you have no idea who these people are. So I'm sorry. Like, we had an internet hiccup. Can you repeat it? Oh yeah. Uh, you're like two minutes into the scene, you have a good game going, but you have no idea who these people are or who they are to each other. These are just like two void beings in a void uh, with a game. What do cool. you do? Great. And I struggled with this because I 
do think I could be a bossy player at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think because I would like to write sketches and watch movies, so like I kind of can visualize it. But I think in this case, my instinct is correct. I will endow just one element. I'm not going to label everything, but I'm going to endow one element, and it's usually relationship. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's you and I. I will say, listen, you might be my big brother, but just get one thing out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then based on that, some other things might fall into play. If you're my big brother, we might be sitting next to some bunk beds in our old house, clearing it out for mm-hmm. a tag sale. Like some things will fall into place when you make one clear, recognizable move. Yeah, and it makes a lot more sense. Like the game moves that you've been doing before will like make a lot of sense. Um, I've I've also seen something. Uh, I don't know if this is more of an internet thing, but I've seen a lot of like, sir, this is a Wendy's. Um, and it's just like, okay, let's ha 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 ha. But like, um, yeah, I love that. Just establishing one thing. Cause you're not like changing my character or changing your character or changing our relationship. Mm-hmm. You're just clarifying it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I like, uh, yeah. Endowment is tricky. Um, mm-hmm. cause there's a difference between endowment and I, being bossy really yeah yeah it's like kind of because it can feel bulldozy um and if you're doing it in a you can do it you can endow in a malicious way it's like oh edgar you love to sing <laughs> yeah yeah that okay that was one of mine what if you're endowed is something that you feel and, let, and let's keep it fun um mm-hmm. uh, like something kind of gross let's say i endow you as a as like a player in a bar mm-hmm you know, and I know you met very well. That's not who you are. What would you do with something that's just a little icky? We'll steer away from the real gross stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'll find something that's, you know, if if it's just like a little, I actually think it's easier to do something that's like a murderer is easier yeah. than like somebody who's kind of gross. Yeah, something you like can't wrap your head around, gross. I think is easier yeah. as well. Yeah. Because um, like, if you're a murderer, you can just be like, I'm straight up evil. Like, I, lo- I kill people for fun. Um, whereas if you're just like a player at a bar, I would f- try and find something like redeemable about the character uh-huh. and then like play that. Oh, okay. So like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I want to pick up women, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm going to pay the entire bar's tab. <laughs> I like, volunteer at a homeless shelter. Yeah, I volunteer. <laughs> I love I that. I think I would make, I would just announce like, I don't like who I am, but I can't stop it. Like, I would just announce what made me feel weird. <laughs> like, yeah, I think I'm gross, too. Time. Oh, I love we got to end on Matt Francis admitting that he's gross. <laughs> the edit gods uh, have beamed down upon me. Mm-hmm. I might just do 15 minutes of you repeating yourself. I am gross. <laughs> I am gross. I am gross. It's I am Groot, but I am gross. It's going to be my ringtone when you call. Oh, it's Matt. <clears throat> oh, he's in jail. I am gross. <laughs> it's a flat tire. I have to drive four and a half hours <laughs> to help him change a tire. The sad part is you're the only phone number I have memorized. <laughs> That's, I don't have yours. I definitely don't have yours memorized. <laughs> <laughs> We're liars. We should, this was fun. We could revit, This could easily be a callback episode. Yeah. Or a second beat. hey But there's a million <laughs> things in, of... Uh, I, I I won't change. I know we're wrapping up, but like, 
after seeing you're like, ooh, I want that one back. I think I could. I wish I could play mm-hmm. that one again. Not with like regret and like, ooh, I think I could tighten that up a bit. And that's, yeah. that's where I actually learned a lot of these. Yeah. Like I wish I just shut my mouth for five seconds. That would have been fun. Mm-hmm. I really like that move. I'm going to – if I remember it, I will try and implement it in a scene in the future. There's nothing funnier <laughs> than a silent stare down. Mm-hmm. Um, a team at uh, uh, called Boop did a full uh, silent improv scene during one of the all-team nights at CT, and it was just so good. And they didn't say a single word the entire set, and it was perfect. Yeah, those two, uh, Chris and Jenny, they're uh... – they relish in that, like we're not gonna rush. Mm-hmm. And they, and I think they also understand, like, um, especially if you go on after like a fast paced team, it's gonna be weird. But they're just like, that's our style. We're gonna chill it out, and we'll yeah. get we'll get there. Yeah. So yeah, totally. uh, welcome to the Boop Appreciation Podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, if you like yeah, Boop, um, please listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Anchor <laughs> or Stitcher. <laughs> Yeah, we're everywhere. Um, Should I give Chris Dubay's email address? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're wrapping so. up this season. Um, mm-hmm. Matt and I are going to be kicking around some ideas for season three. We're running out of concepts in a great way. We're going to mm-hmm. try to get more creative. So look out for some uh, call for suggestions and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But rate, we're review, on... share our link. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitter. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh I think that's what we got. 15 minutes are done. Thanks all. Bye. Bye.